chapter 19. And I hope this is a familiar uh, portion of text for you. And uh, <clears throat> I would like to uh, make mention I'm over here on the front row. paying attention to everything that's going on so I've got my phone and um, watching the section here with the folks that are showing up and and we normally welcome our guests when we're here and we, we've got some guests that I want to especially make mention of um, Sister Deborah Dunn I believe that's Brother Dunn's daughter-in-law lives down in Florida and uh, also great surprise to see on here brother Hank Bud, and uh, he's tagged in with us tonight and there's about 33 32 33 was up to about 40 here just a few minutes ago and now that the preaching started everybody's going to drop off and leave they were here for the singing and so uh, <laughs> I shouldn't have said that should I and uh, but <clears throat> good to certainly good when I saw brother Hank Bud's name uh, pop up there he was he goes a long way back in this church he he, he had, was here his parents came to this church uh, I guess probably in the early 70s and uh, certainly good to, to see his his uh, presence here with us tonight I'd like to read to you in first Kings chapter 19 and I would like to start in verse 1. The Bible says, And Ahab told Jezebel all that Elijah had done, and with all how he had slain all the prophets with the sword. And then Jezebel sent a messenger unto Elijah, saying, So let the gods do to me, and more also, if I make not thy life as one as the life of one of them by tomorrow about this time. And when he saw that, he arose and went for his life and came to Beersheba, which belonged to Judah, and left his servant there. But he himself went a day's journey into the wilderness and came and sat down under a juniper tree. And he requested for himself that he might die and said, It is enough now, O Lord, Take away my life, for I am not better than my father's. And I want the Lord to uh, touch uh, this word here tonight. I pray it would be a specific word uh, for those of you that are that are the very few that are here, um, and and for those that are that are watching. Just pray that the Lord would work and minister in that. Let's, let's ask the Lord to touch his word here tonight. Lord, we know, God, that you're with us. We know, Lord, that your presence, God, is near us, Lord, even in this hour. And I pray, Lord, tonight that the work of the... Put it into our hearts and into our spirits. And, God, that it would build... Lord, tonight, God, that the things, Lord, that we have, Lord, prayed about this morning.
even some of the worries and the fears, Lord, that we have in our minds, God, that you... Confidently, Lord, in your spirit, I pray, Lord, that tonight. Amen. You may be seated. I want to preach to you on this thought. And um, I would... Um, have caught me, and um, I'm sure that my mother is one of the I am preaching uh, some messages that I have preached to you in the past because of the times that we live in, and I have reached back and you And um, and I pray that it has been in that 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 I was felt just impressed to preach this message here tonight. Did not do not know very well. I am am somewhat acquainted. So last Sunday night after I left church, I called him and was on the phone uh, with this. He's a good man uh, for probably a good 45 minutes or so. And, um, and I've had other conversations <clears throat> with other uh, pastors in the last several weeks, and, and it's been somewhat of a common uh, theme that, that through various uh, circumstances of life, whether you're a pastor or whether you are uh, just a good saint of God, that all of us at times struggle uh, with despair and with discouragement. And so last Sunday night, after talking to this uh, pastor, I started mulling this message over in my mind. I first preached it back in 2004 and then preached it again in 2016 and just want to visit In Pilgrim's Progress, and I have read Pilgrim's Progress of, um, several times, and and then there's times where I up and would read certain uh, scenes that are in uh, that book, and and that is what I uh, with here tonight. One of those scenes that uh, is 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 this story where that begins to tell about Christian and hopeful and they are uh, traveling along a river. And while they're traveling along that river there, they ability uh, of a shortcut. That shortcut is very up to them and and uh, they, they have just a brief conversation and before uh, it's over with, Christian and Hope uh, Bunyan calls as the bypath. It's a, a way bypath. 
path. And they, they start down that particular trail and... and Uh, they can look out and they can see the work of nature and and uh, to be and and so it is that that Christian and and hopeful uh, just a state of bliss and relaxation and and. energy in that that they're walking through. It's time of, of rest and recuperation of sorts if you want uh, in rights that there's a storm that begins to uh, capture them. Storm and so uh, it is that they get wet and you know how it is the The weariness that you have is is exacerbated. It's almost even there. And, and so finally they find this little place and they hunker down for the night and it's a very restless night and but they don't realize that it is owned by a giant despair. And so it is that during the early morning hours before the sun has even come up that giant despair is out roaming around on his property and finds these two men that are trespassing there and so he he grabs them and takes them to his home which is called Doubting Castle and he throws them in to the dungeon there and while they're in that dungeon there it is dark and it's wet. It has a terribly foul odor to it and that is where that uh, Christian and hopeful it seems like that they uh, are at the very verge of losing their lives and and to even compound the matter giant despair walks in uh, to their dungeon and picks up a club and, and gives them one of the most fearful beatings that they had ever encountered in their lives that place and, and there would be that part where that in the early meeting and, and the weariness and the hunger not being fed there they do experience some depression there and, and not only is that that they have to begins to uh, whisper to them and begins to talk to them and that their, that their life is over with and that they may as well join ahead and end their lives and he leaves them with some rope and he leaves them with a knife and he leaves them with a vial of poison and tells them that they may as well just go ahead and end their lives and so whenever he with themselves how that in the world that they can continue in the particular state that they're in and and uh, they 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 begin to to contemplate one of the questions 
giant despair has asked them. He had asked them. He said, why in the world should you choose life whenever it is accompanied with so much bitterness and so much pain? There's more to the story that I'll get to here in uh, just a few minutes. But I would tell you this, that no matter how close you are to the Lord, there are times in your life that all of us experience these sorts of circumstances where that, that life comes along and it's almost like that, that life literally beats the stuffings out of us and and removes all of the hope and the faith and, and the love that we might have in our lives. And there, there's no real joy in life. And may be all of us at times experience what some of the old writers called the vicissitudes. and the lows, but there's times where that we can get on a track where that we... Then there are high times of life and there is not a person... He not had your share of trouble and difficulties that it seemed like that the... out of you. And our text here that we read here tonight, just greatest victories there. And, and uh, if, if you know about what happened in eight in, in 1 Kings 18, and I know that a lot of you are familiar with that story, but there was a confrontation that, that uh, Elijah had with the prophets of Baal there it was under the rule of, of King Ahab and his wicked wife Jezebel. And, and uh, Israel at that time no longer seemed to uh, have that, that part where that, that it seemed like that they were a godly nation. They had picked up idols and they had picked up a host of things that had become deadly distractions to them and they had literally turned their face away from Jehovah. And so it is that that now God is using the iron that's on the inside of Elijah to become a counterpoint to attack the evil that has gotten into that nation there. And so Elijah lays down the we're gonna do. He said, we're gonna decide which one that we over in your Bible there to 1 Kings chapter 18 and look with him to all the people and said, how long halt ye between two and the people answered him not a word. That's whenever I was going to Sunday school here in this church that I memorized Sunday school and so the little contest starts there and, and if you read in first 
but yet the Bible tells us that that altar had gotten into a place and had to rebuild that altar that was there. I, I would say that there is a whole message in that in itself. One of our lives. But so it was that Elijah took an animal there and water, the Bible tells us that that's what Elijah called for. And, and they Tells us that fire fell from heaven and consumed that sacrifice. God had answered by fire and all of the antics. In fact, if you read in 1 Kings 18, it's almost like Elijah was trash talking those prophets of Baal there. And so it was that after the fire failed that, that Elijah commenced to uh, destroy those prophets of Baal. And it was at that moment that Elijah was at the greatest point of victory that he had ever experienced before in his life. another that would equal that one in the rest of his life. And And they stood in awe at the power of God and the power of, of the man that God had used. Grace had visited the life of Elijah there. And, and it was by the very power of God that it, uh, it took place there to Queen Jezebel and she found out what had happened there at Carmel. She was overtaken, the Bible says, with such a maddening and an absorbing rage on the inside of her. That prophet Elijah and, and uh, in 24, less than 24 hours, And he is going to be dead. There was such a declaration that of Elijah there. It unnerved him. And we all have, have been in a place of mental and spiritual anguish to be at a place where that we wonder where is the power and get out uh, from my life there. And so here it is that we read in Scripture that the man that was in his strongest place, the it is with men and women, uh, not only in the Word of God, but, but even in our lives, that the best men and the best women just human beings and that we are flesh. Elijah failed in his strength and he ran from that angry queen and Abraham, the Bible born out of doubt there. Moses failed in his growth 
was is that he got angry and in his bitterness he struck the rock and it had ramifications for him that he would not be able to go in his great wisdom and in his folly he pursued those wise Here I see a man, Elijah, that could stand in the face of Ahab the king and he could tell that king, and I'm not the one that is Israel's greatest problem. It's not me that's troubling Israel, but you're the problem that Israel has. And there was a boat. And we almost find it remarkable how that after that this greatest victory in his life, that And this here with me tonight, church, and that's this, is that when the super sometimes moves in and out of our lives, that we don't live a like Moses was in the presence of the Lord there in its own chapter 8 that we walk in that particular place of the that week in and week out we cannot afford to say that we But here is the text that I read to you here tonight. I want to tell you that under his juniper tree, it's not just any juniper tree because giant despair has And you can call them whatever you want to call them. You can say, I got the blues, I got the blahs, or I'm, I'm depressed, or I'm We have juniper tree moments where that we feel like that somehow that, that life is just... moment but there's reasons that I want to point out to you here tonight that we find ourselves periodically struggling and somehow finding ourselves moving around at the bottom of the barrel the first thing that I want to point out to you here tonight is that we're not than Jehovah after the victory than she was before the victory of course the the only one that was serving the Lord? Absolutely not. Look back with me to chapter 18 and look with me in verse 13. Here is what the Bible says. The Bible says, was, not, was it not told my Lord what I did when Jezebel slew the prophets of the Lord? How I hid a hundred me, a hundred of the Lord's prophets, my fifty in a cave, and fed them with bread and water. Now I know there's been a lot of people that have criticized Obadiah for hiding that 100 in the cave there. But I'm going to tell you something. There's times whenever you get in a place when life starts and 
you can start running in the opposite direction. I'm just going to tell you, I've lived... I can get into a place and I begin to feel like, hey, it's not... to our hearts and to our spirits and it can cause us some... in the other direction and so in, in, in chapter 18 there but you remember as well the Bible says that the Lord reminded that have not even bowed a knee to Baal If you'd have been sitting here with me, but since you're not here, I can't tell you that to cover for me getting a little bit of water. Here that that somehow that 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 we can get into that we're the only one praying, we're the only one worshiping, we're the only one seeing. loves doctrine but listen to me here tonight there's seven the same situation that you're in but there's something about it I want to tell you this tonight church that whether it's here in Dothan, Alabama see our halfway across our nation, South Dakota, North Dakota, in the same place that we're in, that they're having to depend on only them, then there's got to be something in our hearts and in our spirits that says, that are scattered all over that we ought to worship the Lord with every Lord is still going to meet the needs of his people and he's still going to be all out of sorts and all skewed and messed up twisted. I believe fear is a spirit because Paul talked about not been given a spirit of fear but you have the power there's something about it that we can get in a juniper tree most Feels over with examples about people that found themselves sin. Asaph bewailed his situation in Psalm. Beyond comprehension, and Jonah in Jonah 4. 
turn out the way that I wanted it to turn out. Peter denied. I thank God that those men and those, even some of those women, me know that they were real people just like I am and just like or just because we have the Holy Ghost that does not mean that we those people the Bible tells us that they were ultimately rescued Remember, the Bible said that he was about to kill himself whenever Paul... ...and in the rest of Acts 16 about how that, that Philippi... I don't know where all of you are, and there's times where that you think, it's this God... salvation in people's lives even whenever they are asleep in a place that nobody can touch them but yet God is that the juniper tree may be we just have to keep serving want to tell you something that there is no pit so deep that God that we find ourselves at a place first reason is because second reason that we find ourselves in juniper tree moments is that us. Elijah, the Bible tells us that he had left his servant. Into the wilderness alone by himself another day. He didn't abandon Elijah, but Elijah abandoned him. And when life sometimes we want to withdraw and we want to sneak wherever you're in that place depression as a way of feeding on loneliness us need a church body so that we can stay plugged in That's why you need the church. That's why I need the church. It's because we're in this thing together and somehow it's through. For our journey, courage to go another step and to have faith. Scriptures to you here uh, tonight. If you would turn over in your Bible.
16, here is what Luke writes. He's writing about the Lord. He says, and when he came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up, and as... and stood up for to read. I want you to turn over just a few pages to the... And let's look in verse 14. Here is what Luke... Started from Perga, they came to Antioch in Pisidia and went... then one other place I want you to turn over to Hebrews chapter 10 and verse 23 the Bible tells us this let us hold fast that promised and let us consider one another to provoke unto lust together as the manner of some is but they approach him hear me out church we'll be back in here just in a few that before this is over with we're going to be back in here again worshiping Somebody else's life, whenever you walk up to them in the altar service, them in prayer, you have no idea what the encouragement. We're supposed to be socially distancing ourselves and all this, but I'm going to tell you. there is a supernatural anointing that begins to take place we ought to do everything we can to encourage and to help look at that the reasons that we have juniper tree moments first of all reason is because we separate ourselves from, from fellow saints and from I'll point out to you here tonight that we find juniper tree moments and that's the advances in very quiet and unnoticed and sometimes even Preparing him to get to that confrontation there on Mount Carmel. Because here's what happens you find out that it's not too long after that. Did not realize that his life it was not a waste. Look, 
working throughout the word of God as he hides in obscurity and fell. but he says, I want to pull you aside because I'm going to revel in this. Self-lodging at that. He's hiding there. He's... was for the Lord to come to him and he didn't have to wait long. That you got to a place where you felt like I'm all alone and there's no... to him in Samaria after he had given the first message to a again there is no place on this earth that is so long there the Bible says that the question came from the Lord what are you doing pretty powerful chapter in the word of the Lord and there's only a few short Of verses, but look with me to Psalm 29. Give unto the Lord, O ye mighty, give unto the Lord. Unto his name, worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. The Lord is upon many waters. The voice of the Lord is powerful. Breaketh the cedars, yea, Lord, the Lord breaketh the cedars of Lebanon. And Syrian, like young, like a young unicorn, the voice of the the wilderness, the Lord shaketh the wilderness of Kadesh, the voice.
and in his temple doth everyone speak of his glory. The Lord... forever. The Lord will give strength unto his people. The Lord... there, there's a phrase that keeps popping up and that phrase is this. voice of the Lord is full of majesty. The voice of the Lord then there's something about it that the world can say all they want the actors in Hollywood the actresses every person in the world I'm going to tell you something it's the voice of the Lord that is the most important Preacher, here tonight, I want to tell you this, that the Lord can come to question asked to me and to you again and again, what do some job that we were accomplished at, it needs to come to It needs to come to us whenever we dig a hole in the earth. And idle and lounging with those that are in the marketplace. Here tonight, what doest thou here? I say that to every I say that to every prayer warrior. I say that to every saint. Side of you, what doest thou here? We ought not to wilt down. Matter of time, there will be a still small voice of the Lord. The world is a great workshop. There's no room for lazy. Ourselves to fall into the trap. I'm going to tell you, evil has to be. Our church, there's a revival, there's a spiritual awakening that's on our need to be saved and it's in the house of the Lord that you're going to hear so it is that we sometimes forget kingdom but there's a fourth reason that I want to bring And that's this. There's time. And we need rest for the journey. And we need food. 
they brought him some food and he had some rest. And there's times where ourselves too and the stress and the adrenaline from Mount Carmel from there into the wilderness there it had literally drained the life was to sleep and, and hear me church there's times whenever all of us fall Lord, where are you at? We say things in those moments. I have said things. Lord, but I'm going to tell you something. In the graciousness and the mercy of God, I'm... To you, Lord, and hear me. That's what Peter said. Cast your cake. He cares for you as well. And so there's time. Amen out of everybody, but sometimes the best thing we can do to fight the giant is to go to. Because when you start looking throughout the scriptures here, The Bible shows where that God treats discouragement with gentleness. That place of great duress, what did Paul say? He said, an angel stood by me. We feel discouraged and worn out and tired. It's the grace of God that comes to say to you here tonight that you can get to a juniper, juniper tree Lord wants us to submit to him that can put us in a juniper tree under a juniper tree to submit to him because a lot of times in fact mostly forget about how that the Lord has worked in our hearts and in our but all of us are needed by the Lord and the Lord uses every one of you wants to do is he wants to pull you out and cause you to forget all of those he finds formation sometimes at a point whenever we have set unread get a hold of us is because we look instead of what scripture has
pastors than it has helped because it has put American pastors under such... Ever called us to be involved in or doing, and what does that do? It causes grind its way into our lives when we start comparing ourselves among ourselves, and the Lord cautioned us about that. But I get back to Christian and hopeful there in Doubting Castle. Here's what would happen. They, they would get into the early morning hours long before day. And uh, those attacks of depression would seem to be the severest in those early morning hours, 3.30, 4.30 in the morning before the sun had come up. And giant despair would walk in there and he would start beating them. And as much as he wanted to kill them, he couldn't. Because quite independently of what he was doing, about that time the sun would start rising. And when the sun would start rising up, and it took them a little bit to understand it, but they started seeing that he lost his power whenever the sun started rising and he would start having what Bunyan calls fainting spells. It was like the sun was shooting little rays of light and rays of hope out to them. and hopeful had found themselves involved in a prayer meeting and they he feels something in his pocket and he reaches in and he pulls and he takes that key out and he walks over to that prison door And the story tells us, the allegory says that the door opens up. <coughs> and that prison cell, I want to tell the church, you in his pocket, it's, it's a key. And yet sometimes we forget And at any point, we can take that key out and we can begin to use great and you cannot be forgiven. There's a key to that doubt. Christ Jesus, you who were sometimes afar off or made not, in whom we have redemption through his blood even the forgiveness the father had given me shall come to me and him that church there's no sin there's no mistake there's no addiction Calvary can't cover over and that the Lord can't pull you out. Whenever giant despair tells you God is through with you and your life
the key to that. John chapter 15 and verse 16. You and ordain you that you should go and bring forth fruit. In my name, he may give it you. You see what? Those are the words. two weeks and rot. It's not going to last for a month and rot, but there's going to be tells us that our lives are over. We need to remind him of Philippians 1. Which had begun a good work in you will perform it until the day Absolutely, but hear me out. Any work that I have in my life. And you have to understand this, that there's no amount of works as far ourselves to it. Absolutely, we ought to do everything we can from the end. Any success that I have in my life is because what the Lord is doing. A great work in you. He's going to perform it unto the day. Longer loves you and that you're hopelessly lost. There's a key. In verse 3, the Bible says, The Lord has appeared of old unto me. Therefore, with loving kindness have I drawn thee. Do you want to say that we love unconditionally, but hear me, every one of us, we love with. that our love can be stronger. But listen to me. The Lord has a love. Then the fact is of this, that when you lay down and go to sleep tonight, and he's wanting to save you from this world, and then one more scripture. Also to save them to the uttermost that come unto God by his. Talking about that the Lord is ever living to make intercession. Last Sunday that, that rose from the grave that he came out. Lord that secured our salvation that there's intercessor there's things that giant despair says to all of us but they're not reality they're lies you remember what Jesus 
that he was a murderer from the start and he's the father of lies. You to turn your life upside down as he's wanting you to buy in. And think you don't matter, but you do matter. The Lord Jesus. Just with his own blood. That's how valuable your life is to the Lord. Every situation that you battle with and the Lord is able to deliver. From every bit of that. I thank the Lord here. I don't know how long time, but there's still 40 of you, 39 of you left. Thank the Lord for that. I don't know how many is on YouTube, but I pray, I pray here tonight that, that more than anything, you have connected with this word, that there is a belief that I have that the Lord has called all of us for a specific purpose and a specific reason. And I'm, I'm wanting to pray for you here tonight before we go. Our gracious God, Again, Lord, I have felt the liberty and the strength of the Holy Ghost, Lord, in this building. And I pray, Lord, that somehow, Jesus, that in every home, God, that the faith, Lord, has been notched up and that people, Lord, would somehow, that they would realize that there is a purpose that God has in their lives. And that no matter, Lord, what our circumstances tells us right now, that, Lord, that you're with us. Help our minds, God, to be focused and to, Lord, completely. Meet every need. And I pray, Lord, tonight that you help us to know and to believe you're going to work, Lord, in every heart. In Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Well, why don't we, Sister Jean, let's sing before we go.